This is Random Acts of Tangent. Thanks for hanging out with us, downloading the podcast, however you listen, morning, day, noon, or night. It's all good. Uh, I'm Adam. I'm joined by the maestro here. Hey. And as usual, we got Rex. How you doing? As usual, I thought it was something special. Yeah, well, (laughs) you're the most consistent uh, co-host on the show. You're special uh, to me. Yeah, it's it's most of the time it's me and you hanging out, and uh, Maestro hangs out sometimes. Jester hangs out sometimes. Every Monday. Every Monday. That's right. That, that's oh, the next one I'm coming in halfway through just to keep your ass on your toes. Oh, th- <laughs> very good. So I got something I want to talk about today. This is uh, has to do with school and grades. Oh, I thought we left that behind us. Yeah, that's something my dad used to always tell me is uh, whenever I ask him for help with homework or a project. Very jokingly, he'd tell me, I went to school to get out. So, yeah. <laughs> cricket, cricket, Thanks, cricket. yeah. <laughs> I thought it was funny, but... His okay. dad's usually a funny guy. He's, he's oh, a very yeah. funny guy. Very in context. School. Well, it makes sense. I went to school to get out. Yeah, that's why yeah, everyone exactly. does. Exactly. In other words, I don't want to help you. <laughs> <laughs> Although, in 90% of the cases, he would help me and... uh he he like he'd bust his ass to help me with projects that I waited to the last minute to get done, and uh, he used to also tell me uh, another bit of wisdom: uh, a lack of planning on your part does not constitute an emergency on my part, which uh, is true. But he always would give in and help me out anyway at the last minute. Ah, that's nice of him. Uh, the night before, we'd be driving out to. Uh, so he was wrong. Though. He was trying to instill a lesson, which I did understand, although it took me a long time to get it. And that's how things are with parents most of the time anyway. I mean, how many things did you, your parents told you back in the day? Looking back now, it makes a lot more sense than at the time when you heard it. Oh, You're right. They're yeah. bad at teaching lessons. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we're just slow at learning. How about that? Hey, nah, <gasps> they're good teachers and we just get it immediately. Boom. Ah, Done. All right. But, uh, I, actually, that makes me think of something else that's happening in the news. Before I get to this other story, the uh, LAUSD is trying to revamp the way that they can, I guess, find out how good or bad of teachers they are. Yeah. That uh, They're using standardized testing to find out if a kid has learned more in the year that they were with a teacher. Like, they give okay. them a test at the beginning of the year, and then they give them a test at the end of the year. And yeah. they find out if they learned more. And they're trying to use this as a scale to find out how good or bad a teacher is. Okay. All right. It sounds good, right? Well, yeah, yeah uh, I guess so. Yeah. yeah guess. Teachers are all pissed off about it. Why? Uh, because you can't judge a teacher's performance based on a standardized test, is what they keep saying. I, I think well, that's, that's kind of bullshit, though, because they give them the material that there's going to be tested on. Yeah, and, and that's, that's the, one of the problems I have with it. Is So you can test your students to find out if they know what they're doing, but we can't test you to find out if you know what you're doing? That's ah, because they believe they had tenure. Yeah. Yeah, that, and that's the thing. That's that's why they're trying to find ways to weed out the bad teachers. I mean, you know w- what? I, I think that that's part of the solution, though. I think that we need something like this because our school system is fucking broken. It Absolutely. is, dude. We spend so much per pupil, and even if our, we we spend less than other places, I don't think we spend less than fucking China. Ah. They're <laughs> they're kicking our ass. Okay, okay. Yeah, I had China, China I had in Japan kicking our ass. 
I had a teacher that actually criticized me, saying my work wasn't my own. Wasn't your own? Yes. Well, we like had... you were cheating? Yes, on an essay. Uh, what? An in-class essay, you were cheating? Yes. She says, like, I hope this works your own. It's like, well, obviously <laughs> it is, considering that you were watching me the whole time. No, I downloaded it, and I've been copying off my phone. Yeah. Well, I guess back in those days. Yeah, there was no phone. Right. <laughs> no, but if you think about our education, history, and we, we went to school together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what was his name? Rodriguez? <laughs> oh, my God. That teacher had the hots for me. I'm sure of it. By the way, guys, Rodriguez is a guy. Yes, I should say. <laughs> yeah, I, I did not learn a single thing as far as history goes because of because of him. He was a whole, he was a he was a bad teacher. Oh, seriously. No, no matter what the subject matter was, all we learned about was Nazis. Ah, I mean, seriously. <laughs> yes, world history, American history was all. It was just Nazis, Nazis, Nazis. My world history. Here's a film strip about Nazis. Yeah, I had him for one or two weeks in the very beginning of my freshman year. I was so glad I got out of that because I didn't see Tory Truth. I could smell him coming through the door. I mean, like he, not only did he see a bad teacher, but he reeked of not alcohol, but B.O. I guess he never showered and he always wore shirts like 15 sizes yeah, smaller. and he never had an undershirt on. It was just a collared shirt. It was kind of like almost transparent even. I almost saw, I thought I saw a gold chain. And you know he's Republican. Yeah, and, oh. he, and he had the thing where like uh, he put the pen in his pocket and it would bleed out through the pocket. And he'd say that was, and he'd say that was built upon character. Uh, just bad, bad. You know, you know how I know he's Republican. How? Because he's a he has a Nazi fixation. <laughs> Re Republicans see Nazis everywhere. Have you ever seen that shit? Oh, what's the you know socialism is a lot like uh, national socialism, which was the Nazis. Right. Like our so president, Barack Obama. Obama is yeah, a Nazi. Exactly. <laughs> That's the I, I mean, this is the kind of shit that they say regularly on our shit. Yeah, but, but this, Rodriguez was the type of teacher that if these tests were given, he'd be out. But he's been there for so goddamn long that he's he's untouchable. I wouldn't say that. Well, because he still he referred to the uh, the papers he handed out as dittos. You know what a ditto is? Yes. You know what the terminology means? Copy. It's a, it's a copy from way back in the day. Yeah. When before they had copy machines, they'd have this uh this this machine that's like a crank. Yes. Where you crank the copies out that way, and they called yeah. those dittos. Yes. He still called them dittos in in the year two thousand, because he's he's so he's from so far back being a teacher that he's just he's stuck there. Yeah. He's, he's a fixture on the wall. That's what he is. Yeah. I think we need to have a system where it consistently appraises a teacher's qualifications. Period. See, but on on the other hand, though. If they were going to do that kind of testing, they should also um, up their pay, too, as well. Because a good teacher deserves a good amount of money. Yeah, good teachers do deserve money. but Good teachers do, yeah. Yeah, but, but how many good teachers actually stick out in your mind? Exactly, but that's what I'm trying to say. If you weed out the good, the bad teachers from the good ones, the good ones should be praised where the bad ones should be punished. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, one, one of my, uh, as far as, let's see, I'm going to go with English. Okay. My favorite English teacher I ever had was uh, back in my uh, private school days, my Christian schools. Oh. Yeah. Uh, her name was uh, Miss Scobie. She she was she was awesome. Did she have glasses? Uh, you know, I, I don't remember. Was she like twenty seven seven something? No, she she was uh she was a very old school black lady, and uh, she had she talked she had a little bit of the uh, the black speak uh, from from back in the day. Like, and I, I don't know how to describe it without sounding too racist. Like from drawn together kind of black speak. No, but it was like uh like. Uh, I don't know how to explain. Moving on. The, the way she taught was, was, was fantastic. The way I learned my grammar was because of this lady. 
That she she made the whole sentence structure. She turned it into a a house. The the subjects in, uh, were like the the brother house and the the verbs were the sister house and all the different levels of houses, prepositions, and all that crazy. So she turned it into a fraternity and sorority. I don't I don't know. Whatever it did, it, it worked. And because of that, I'm I'm convinced it's because of her that my grammar is what it is. So the adjectives are basically like the the unmarried unwed babies that come from the something houses. like that. Okay. Yeah, it was, so, it was some crazy thing about marrying prepositions or whatever. <laughs> but it was it was entertaining, and and she was she was very old school in her teaching. And at one point, uh, if somebody gave, gave a smart aleck remark, she'd run across a, run across the classroom and like slap him with a book. <laughs> but it was ah, uh, oh, those are good times. We definitely needed more of that. Yeah, we need good teachers. She was a good no, teacher. No, I mean, it's just okay. slapping the shit. Out. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't malicious. It was just like, it was a jokingly like, you, how could you answer that? And everyone was I laughing. I don't care, though. There's, <laughs> I mean, how many of these fucking kids just need to be backhanded? That's uh, reminds all, me. All these, these fucking parents complaining, oh, mama, you hit my child. <laughs> well, maybe I wouldn't have to hit your child if you hit him at home. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I get hit a lot. Right. <laughs> yeah. If the parents do the discipline at home, they don't got to leave it to the teachers. Thank you. Yeah. But ah, but, but, but speaking of that, Maestro, what, what do you think about the whole uh, phrase "spare the rod, spoil the child"? Spare the rod, spoil the child. Yeah, you know what that means? Yes, I know. It's like don't whip him, just like you know, like no, no, nurture no. him. Uh, complete opposite. Oh, opposite. Yes, oh, wow. and I think I'm this goes wrong. back. Uh, this is in the Bible, actually. Okay. Uh, by sparing the rod, that means you're uh, not inflicting punishment. You're not yeah, pretty yeah. much hitting your kid. Yeah, you're in positive reinforcement. Yeah, by not hitting them, you're spoiling them. Yes. That, what do you feel about that? That takes on two points. Hold on a second. There's a train coming by. <laughs> they can't hear the train. Oh, perfect. Because there's a running. <laughs> right. The whole point about it, I feel, is that the spoiling of the child, or the point about the, what your phrase you're using is, yes, it makes sense, because if you're just giving them positive reinforcement and no negative, they can basically do no wrong, but they would strive to do better. So in one, some sense, it makes sense that they would actually try to do good. If they want to get like reinforced uh, statements done for them, right? Instead of punishment, which means it, f- based upon fear. I mean, yes, it makes sense that if you want to uh, reinforce goodness into the child, that they'll do better, but they won't know the other side as well. So it sounds like you're against hitting kids, then? No, I'm not against hitting kids. I'm That's against. What it sounds like positive reinforcement I, I, means not hitting them. I believe positive and negative reinforcements also is both needed because a child should know fear and should know uh, reinforcement for good things they do. I don't believe that there could be one or the other. Okay. If you have one or the other, you get one. You either get a really bad, a, a, one, one, really one or the one or the other type of child too. I mean, like for instance, like my friend, I have a couple of friends that were constantly f- in fear of their parents because they would do badly on their on their tests. Yeah. And I don't want to have that kind of stress on my child. I don't want them to grow hair, gray hairs before <laughs> I do. Were these friends of yours, were they Asian kids? Of course. Okay, yes. <laughs> All the Asian kids I remember growing up, they would be pissed off. Exactly. Oh, I got a B plus. Exactly. And that's, that's, that's the wrong kind of fear to have, I think. That's what I'm saying, too. I mean, like, why would you instill that kind of fear upon a child when you, if you wanted them to be nurtured and growing into this, the environment where school makes them learn, why would you try to make fear out of that, you know? Yeah, all right. But then again, if they really do badly, like they make the choice to do badly, then that should incorporate a punishment, though, too. Okay. So I, I believe that there is a gray area in So in, in moderation, I guess. Yeah. All right. Yes. How about you, Rex? What do you think? Uh, spare the rod, spoil the child. Beat the living shit out of a little fucking kitten. No, I'm just playing with you. <laughs> yeah, no, um, I, I just think it's it's both carrot and stick. If, if I was going to... 
impose a system of positive and negative reinforcement on my child, I would start off really lenient, but it would be a sliding scale. And my eventual goal would be to give them an accurate vision of reality. And in reality, when you're a grown-up, you it isn't all fucking, you know, sugar and spice and everything nice. It's not a happy, happy world out there. Right. You have a world where if you work hard, you get good things, but you also have a world where if you fuck up, even if you didn't intend on fucking up, there are consequences. But if and, you and work hard and fuck up at working hard... <laughs> hmm. Then you're still a jagoff. Yeah. <laughs> or you're a drug dealer. That's what I'm trying to get at. It's, it's not a question of what your intention is. And people need to separate this. I've had it so many times where people, uh, all right, I'll just play out and say it. I'm having, a, I'm having an argument with, uh, significant others. Okay. Well, I'll just put it that way. Okay. And, um, the way I put it was. Can you beat them? Uh, oh, yes. No. Yes. I did. <laughs> Uh, rule of thumb. Right. Means, uh, <laughs> Should have been a rule of wrist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I was trying to say is that it doesn't matter what your intention was. You, you can apologize still for it is what you actually did. Right. And, and the point is, is that even if you kill somebody by accident, they still give you manslaughter. You're yeah. still. It's involuntary manslaughter, but it's still manslaughter. Exactly. You're still responsible for the wrongdoing. And, and people need to realize this, you know, even with kids. It doesn't matter sometimes what they intended on doing to give them an accurate view of reality. You sometimes have to still punish them despite their best intentions because that's how life is. Okay, that makes sense to me too. Okay, now what, now this is uh, kind of I think along with the lines you're talking about. If uh, if a kid is uh, bringing you a glass of milk, yeah, and uh, they slip and the glass of milk shatters on the floor and spills all over the place, yeah, is that something that you punish them for? No. Okay, see, and that's the thing too, though. That's based on intention, though. If if they were uh, screwing around and like skipping around and jumping and uh, playing with stuff as they were walking down the hallway with a glass of milk and then drop it, yeah, that's different. Definitely, because in my eyes, that's negligent. For for me, it would be a little bit different, though, because I would like to make sure that they take responsibility for their actions, regardless if they, it was not their fault or anything of the sort. Let's say uh, they spill the milk because they're trying to give you the milk, right? Right. I would have them cl- clean up the milk, but I would help them. Okay. See, and but but then that kind of goes to the thing about intention. Whether regardless of what the intention was, they did something wrong. Yeah. So would that be punishable? What the actual spilling the milk on the floor? Yeah. It, it depends on how you define punishment. I mean, if if my punishment for them is just you're responsible for making a mess, fucking clean it up. You know that's. That's not really a punishment in my eyes. That's just taking responsibility for your actions. Now, right. a punishment would be like, you fucked up. Now, after you're done cleaning it up, go wash the car. Well, first of all, when the milk gets spilled, everybody has to sit around and cry about it, right? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and then clean it up. That's my understanding, no? <laughs> I can guess so. <laughs> okay. From, from what I understand is um, whenever you spill – let's say you spill something. When you spill something and – and it's your fault that you did it, right? Dude, right. Would you you have to take responsibility for the problem, right? Absolutely. Exactly. So let's say if you mess up, but you like, oh, I'm sorry. I, it's like I, I made you a cookie, but I ate it kind of stuff. You take responsibility <laughs> kind of stuff, right? All right. Yeah. So the whole point about it is is if you're going to do something and if you mess up, 
you have to fix it and still work on it and still go back and start over. It's basically like the whole process of actually doing something right for somebody, even though you fuck up. Well, no, what I'm, what I'm talking about is just if we have developed rules, right? Because our society, it tries to expedite justice by having rules, right? The, these yeah. rules aren't perfect rules, but they say in mo- most of the time, uh, if you refer to this rule, there's going to be more justice then there is less justice. Right. right? And that's what I'm saying. And not all circumstances do apply to every... I mean, not every rule, rule or not any rule, really, applies to every circumstance. Right. And that's what I'm trying to say. If they do something, despite their intention, they fall into the category where we have already have a pre-established rule where if they did that thing, they get punished, then they have to still get punished. Yeah. Period. Like, I That's bought you a present, but I stole it, you know? <laughs> That's fine. Well, not, not that. It, it would be more along the lines, like, if I set a rule in my household, you don't do this thing, right? And then they, they end up doing it, but they were had a perfectly legitimate reason for it. They still fucked up everything, but right. they did that thing that I told them not to do, and there was a rule for it. Now, it doesn't matter what their intention was. They still did it. Don't do it. So how about the ends justify the means? How does that factor in? The ends justify the means in this circumstance where those the, the the type of reinforcement gives you the utmost authority in your household. So let's say that somebody has to break a rule in order to get something accomplished. Yeah. And they still get it accomplished. Is that still punishable? Yes. Because they broke the rule? Yes. So the ends do not justify the means? It does justify the means. Because what you're referring to is your authority. Your, your, your intention... Right by setting the rules of, uh, up in this way is for people to respect your authority consistently. Uh, you see what I'm saying? It's it's not about like oh well you did good. It's no you need to respect me. Yeah, you still did what I asked, but by doing not yeah. what I asked. Exactly. It's like what? I painted a picture for you, but I painted the wall next to it too. Yeah. I used the ketchup and the mustard to paint it. Exactly. <laughs> That's against the rules. And the cat next door. You don't touch my ketchup. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You guys make so much sense sometimes. Yes. Right. So, back I love to school. analogies. <laughs> wow. I love how tangential we can get. It's awesome. So, back to the, the school thing then. This is the topic I wanted to bring up. Uh, there's, yeah. there's, a, there's a website. It's called Ultrinsic.com. This is a website that is dedicated to uh, betting on what grades you're going to get in, in your classes. What? Right. Let, me, uh, let me explain a little bit. It lets students bet on whether they can achieve the or exceed a certain grade level. The bets start at $25. Okay. So, uh, a student puts up some money of their own, and then the Obviously. company uh, fronts the rest of the money. Yeah. You get more money for A's, a little less for B's, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. If the student makes the grade, he or she gets to keep the money. If they don't make the grade, then they lose the money. Okay. So the, the way the website works is, uh, let's say I think that I'm going to get an A in this class, or mm-hmm. I want to get an A in this class, yeah. and I want to make $100 if I make an A in this class. Now, based on certain factors, based on the difficulty of the class, based on the uh, average grade that people get in this class, and based on my GPA average, they'll mm-hmm. give me odds. So if I want to make $100, and I, I've been getting straight Cs, but I want to get an A, Maybe I gotta put up thirty bucks, and then the website puts up seventy bucks. So if I get the A, I get I get the hundred bucks. 
the 30 that I put in plus the 70 that they put in. Okay. Okay. And it goes on and on like that. This is a bad, bad system. How so? Well, because if your average performance is a factor, you see how that's a problem? No. Okay, say for instance, uh, it's, it's high school, right? Okay. And what I'm trying to do is doctor the system so that I, I can make the most money, right? So I skate by and I get, well, what's the lowest you can get with it and they still pass? C. C, I think, yeah. C minus? Yeah, C minus. Okay, so. So I get C minuses all the way through up till senior year. And then they take into account the fact that on average, with a long pre-established history, I'm a C minus student. Okay. That jacks up the odds, right? Because they think that I'm going to consistently perform this way. But if I intentionally perform that way just to fuck the odds and make a bunch of money, Without without regard to my actual academic performance, because I thinking I'm thinking short term instead of long term, then I, it discourages me from doing well as opposed to encouraging me. To well, do this that. Is, well, I understand that does make sense, but like when it comes down to it, would it really? I mean, like, would a person really screw up their entire academia yeah. just to make an extra grand or something like that? Really? Yes. And it, well, if you're that smart to work the system, why not just get good grades then? Well, okay, look, my my well, take. What if you're a poor kid and you have to go to junior college anyways, man? Okay, my take on it is this then. All right, if you're gonna screw up your your grades just to make an easy grant for drug money or to go to community college, <laughs> then you're damn stupid enough not to go to college to begin with. Interesting. I don't think that's true. No, I, I buy that. I mean, if you're gonna work the system, why work the system academically? Work the system with uh, your shady ways. Exactly. I mean, if you're gonna like make some small money on the on the low end, why would you do that or make and actually graduate with a good degree, and make money on the long end? Yeah, if you have if you have that much foresight to work the system from high school until you get to college, then because of the shitty education system. Yeah, well, then you're probably like, selling drugs on the side anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably. But it was well, it's just one more way, right? In that case, you're not you're not encouraging or denying them anything. They're just doing exactly what they want to be doing to begin with. But then also by that token, they yeah, they fucked up in high school, but then they go to college and now they're doing well. Is, is that a really a downside? If they get to college. Well, yeah. You can go to any college. Know. You can get to any college, but the thing about it is, is if you're, you have the foresight to do so. I mean, if you're going to make the quick buck, you're not going to go to college. Okay. Now, here, Very true, man. Here's the other possible downside. Yeah. Uh, the students can also bet on the fact that they'll fail the class. That's but, what I was going to say. Yeah, I, didn't, but, I didn't think they could do that. If yeah, they, they can, can do that, that's horrible. It, it's yeah, called uh, buying grade insurance. Now, uh, right. obviously, that pays out a lot less because they're not trying to encourage. Now, uh, apparently, the, the, the purpose of this website is to encourage students to do better. Yeah. It's to give them the motivation to achieve the, the higher grades because that's what gives you the most profit. Okay. All right. Now, there, there is some speculation about this that it, it's gambling. Yes. It is. You consider it gambling? Yeah, definitely. Well, it's gambling in some sense. I mean, like you're taking your own account, your own like intelligence into account. You are in full, you are in full um, control of your uh, ability to perform. Right. That's a, nailed it, dude. <laughs> okay. No, but that's that's bullshit. You're not in control of how, how well you do in class. No, fuck no, you're not. How? What? How? Well, if the teacher's bias is different, it's true. You're you're about as in control as you being a basketball player on a basketball team. 
I wouldn't say that far. But you have control over that too. The more you practice, the better you are. The more you study, the better you're going to perform on a test. No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah, but you're only one person, man, and you don't you you can't compete against all of your adversaries. What I'm saying is is that you being good and you putting as much effort as you possibly can into a situation are just a couple of variables in a bunch of uh, variables that go into actually whether or not you're going to get a good grade or not. What if the teacher's a prick, right? What if the teacher sees you and you remind her or him of that asshole that used to pick on them <laughs> in high school and they go, well, fuck you, asshole, and then they give you an F or they give you a lower grade or they, they give you lower grades consistently that results in you having a lower grade than you would have normally. And that's why they're testing the teachers. No, 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 no. Don't link this back to the issue. <laughs> oh, I am. <laughs> but can you really just fail a student based on how you feel about them? With not the legally, test? not legally. Yeah, no. But is it, is it possible though? I mean, oh, you, yeah. you can contest oh, yeah. that. Oh yeah. I mean, if yeah, you, if you have a test, a multiple choice test, you can't dock them points. I was docked so because I don't hate make Elvis. it multiple Don't make it multiple choice. Make it essay based. Yeah. So, would, so, so if a teacher only does essays, chances are they're a prick. Is that what is that? Is? Yes, yes. <laughs> well, not only that, but just make it essay and then make it curved. Curved. Oh, okay. Curved you see how that fucks the, you? the highest, highest, highest student, students grade. Well, because in a, a curved class, depending on what your distance is from the average, uh, is what dictates whether or not you get an A or a B or an F or a C or whatever. So if there's a smart ass in the mo- in the in the in the, th- in, the sto- in the group, you're fucked. Well, there's always a smart ass in yeah. the group. Okay? I know one so right now. I'm looking at one. Do, <laughs> what they do is they consistently grade you lower, right? Or they take a subjective standard and they throw it on you like, oh, well, you forgot to punctuate here, or this grammar grammar is wrong, even though the grammar may not even be wrong because grammar is honestly. A fluctuating thing and it's an evolving thing so it's what was done you know 20 years ago is not the same thing that's done now grammatically right so they take this and then they're real hard ass about grammar and spelling and syntax and flow and all of these things that may not have anything to do really with the subject matter and your ability to kind of analyze something critically based on what they taught in class and then they layer it on top of your ability to analyze something critically from what they think they taught in class compared with what you think they taught in class and how to apply it, okay? So you have all these different layers of, of, of how they can potentially scrutinize you specifically and fuck you, really. Layers like an onion? Y- yes, like an onion. Like a parfait. Yes, a parfait. <laughs> no, like the, the earth. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I don't know. If, I don't know if I buy that that whole thing. And maybe I'm just being naive again because maybe I haven't experienced this. Because every teacher I've ever come in contact with loves me. You're an ass. <laughs> You're an ass. I'm a good. No, guy. that's a big. That's a big part of it too, dude. They'll show a great degree of leniency if they love you. Yeah, I mean, I've never been in a class where the teacher had it out for me. I have. Have you? Well, yes. How, how so? I. I guarantee you, I got a lower grade in that class because I hated Elvis and she loved Elvis. Elvis, really? Yes, she had posters on the freaking wall. <laughs> She's like, she, there wasn't a day that went by, or at least a week that went by. I'm not trying to exaggerate. She actually would talk at least once a week about how she loved Elvis. She'd have like 
little like uh, what do you call them? Uh, collectors plates, right? Uh, posters. She'd play the music, and I, I swear to God, one time I saw her wearing with the the wig and everything it was ridiculous. She had an Elvis wig. Yeah, that's ridiculous. You probably know her, Mrs. Uh, Gutierrez. You never know her? No, I don't think so. Ah, uh, whatever. Wait, hold on. I think the bigger atrocity here is you don't like Elvis. Yeah, I don't like Elvis. Why? Um, how, what, how? I'm a I'm a blues fan. But when fools rush, oh come See, on! That's beautiful. That's a beautiful song. Oh boy, really? I'm I'm a little upset. I'm I'm almost offended. Okay, look, Elvis had a great going. <laughs> okay, look, he had a great thing going on when he was younger, but he got fat, he got old, and he still wore the late like the the spandex and shit. It was he looked really bad at the, around the end of his life and it was so what you hate him for the end of his life no i hate him for the songs he made i didn't like him okay wow and it was just well, funny because he just tried to keep to the whole hey, like 70s it was terrible adam adam yes it's okay dude no a lot not. a lot of people have bad taste <laughs> we're not gonna hold it against you i didn't like elvis just like you shouldn't hold it against elvis that you know, you're taking one thing about him and then kind of like extrapolating I him just on don't his entire like character. The music. I'm not gonna take the fact that you don't like Elvis and hold it against you. All right, no, dude, I'm sorry, but it was no. held against me in the English class. Okay? Your teacher was right to fail you, and you're off this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is your last show. Get out of here. <laughs> oh god. Okay. How about you, Rex? Has, <laughs> has the teacher ever had it out for you? I imagine so. Just based on how I know you, I can't imagine the teacher not hating you. Well, uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but you're very outspoken, and I imagine you're that way in class, and I, I guarantee you a lot of the views that you have are not going to concur with some of the teacher's views. I didn't have a teacher that was out for me, but I had a TA that was out for me at one point. <laughs> was it a girl? Yes. Okay. Did she sense. like you? No, she didn't. No, like of course not. Was she naive? <laughs> No, she was just annoying. She was a dumb bitch. I'm just saying because like some some people, like boys or girls, when they have a funny way of showing it, relationships, they will just hurt the people they like. Yeah, this is the I'm pulling your hair because I like you. Yeah. Okay. Trust me. Trust me. If well, I had a girlfriend at the time, but had I not had a girlfriend at the time, I'm not beyond banging a TA for an A in a class. Now, (laughs) I've never done it, but mind you, but I have a chance, don't you? You got plenty of time. Good look. Yeah, I got plenty of time. Three years of law school. But, um, yeah, she she just uh, she didn't like me because in that particular class, I got along with a lot of people in that class. I was, you know, I'm a fairly sociable dude. Right. And I think she spent so much time of her life uh, just being a huge fucking nerd that uh, lived under a rock that she had a general resentment for people that were sociable because uh, she thought this they were familiar. cool and she wasn't. And there was kind of like this dichotomy or polarization of people in hold her on. mind. Hold on a second. Do, Rex, do I know this uh, TA? How would you know this TA? If it was in high school, I might have. Oh. No. I guess there were TAs in high school, right? Yes, there was. That's right. I guess. It's in college. Okay. Okay, fine. Jeez. <laughs> You're right, Maestro. I'm, I'm way too hard on you for that one. There yeah. are TAs in high school. That's and true. that's actually why I passed biology. Ah-ha. Oh. All right, very good. <laughs> Sick son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, no, 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 not like that, you guys. Oh, you dirty-minded fucks. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Getting a little defensive. 
Uh, I'm hiding something. I, I did not blow my way into an A. <laughs> it was a guy TA, you assholes. Yeah, I don't think you blew your way into an A. I think you... Never mind. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Right, so so you have the impression that this the whole betting on your grades is is not a skill? No, it's not a skill. It's an addiction. Because the, uh, gambling... It's a skill, but there's so many random variables. I mean... A skill would be like make this ball into the hoop. You know what I mean? Okay. And then that's, that's the only talent. thing you have to do. Or a skill <laughs> would be like solve this math problem that's rooted in fundamental rules that do not change. Solve this equation that's of base eight math. Yeah, well, yeah. Isn't, isn't that what school is? Because to me, gambling oh. is mostly about chance. School yeah. is mostly about skill. Yes. So, yeah. so how can you how can you equate the two? How can you turn school into gambling if it's based it's on skill? It's because it is about chance. What studying? Huh? I don't yeah. that, see. That's where I don't understand. No, it's, I think. It's about well, reform. dude, we were talking about bad teachers a second ago. What's the chance that you get a bad teacher that tests you way too hard for material that he hasn't adequately taught you, and then when he does teach you, he applies the curve. So though, no matter how well everybody does, if everybody scores between eighty and a hundred percent. You still have people at getting eighty percent and getting an F in the class because of the curve. You know, you it doesn't. It, it, it's still variable. It's still dependent upon these unknown factors that are injected into the situation, and you have no control over them. And those things can be largely responsible for your how well you do in that class. Okay, that does make sense. I understand that. That's also the reason why I believe that there's another program called. RateMyTeacher.com, I think it is. Yes. Where they actually can judge your teacher before you actually go into the class. Great website. Yes, yes, but we're talking about how this is like gambling. Yes, okay, I know. That, but like, that way, it's like gambling. I know, but like, what I'm just trying to say is you can actually rate your – if you go to that website, you can actually set up your best probable way of winning too. That's decent. Yeah, but big, big deal. I mean, you're talking about doctoring it before you even get into class. Exactly. Well, I guess in that way, well, even then, I think it's about skill. If, yeah. if you choose your teacher based on how easy the class is going to be, because of websites like rateyourteacher.com, you can, you can find out on, on the website, you can find out what kind of teacher they are, how they grade, and what's if, if, the, if the tests are hard, even. The rules of the game. Yeah. So if, if you yeah. can set up your teachers in a way that they're easy on tests, they're easy on homework, then I guess... Well, I, th- I still would consider that a skill. If you're that smart to, to be able to plan it out that well, then you're not gambling anymore. You're actually making, basically you, making a living. Yeah, you're making, you're using your skills, your intellect, your resources to make sure that you get the grade that you want. Yes. Now, and, and then get the money because of it. Okay. That so that's not chance, that's skill. I would argue otherwise. How? Well, cause, I mean, uh, playing poker is a skill. But it doesn't guarantee your your intended results because there still are unknown factors that do come in and dictate a chance in the situation. That does make sense, but like, what about people that do say the thing called counting numbers, or number counting, or what's it called? Card counting. That's card counting. Card counting. Yeah. That's that's more for blackjack than poker. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I guess I, I can kind of go with that because poker is it's a mix of both skill and chance. Because even the most skilled players can get a bad, a bad beat. I mean, they may be betting correctly, but then the flop comes out and they get, they get fucked because even though they played it exactly the way they want, they were supposed to play it, 
the last card comes out and screws everything up. Yeah, that's probably the reason why they always have like the next hand and such and so forth, so they can actually uh, play the odds on that sense of what their skill is and actually make money off of it that way. And that's all I'm saying is that there's a significant amount of unknown factors in the circumstance that makes it gambling. So if you were able to um, create... Like basically, figure out as many factors as you could, alleviating whatever you can to make sure you get what you want. Then that takes a bit of skill, but there's always the point of chance where um, things just don't work out the way you planned because just some some underlying factor, something that you misread. Uh, yeah, look, I'm not I'm not saying that it doesn't. Maybe there is a degree of certainty more. In the, in the circumstance where you're a kid trying to prime, you know, getting an A in a class, I would have to say in certain certain circumstances there is a lot more certainty than playing poker. Okay, now, but you take the you know best poker player and then you contrast it with the most ideal circumstance, and I mean, how far away are they from each other? Because there still are unknown factors. Like I said, you don't know that if you don't walk into this class, maybe the teacher just doesn't like you and you remind that person of an asshole that they used to know and then they fuck you intentionally. And that's all I'm saying is that there's a significant amount of unknown factors in the situation that makes it still gambling. Gambling because our loosest definition of gambling, a very good poker player in this circumstance, is Similar enough, in my mind, as far as the chances are concerned, to qualify it for gambling. Okay, so if it was gambling, how are they legally allowed to do this? See, and, and that's the thing. One of the uh, the co-founders here, uh, the guy's name is uh, Jeremy Gilbert, uh, he says yeah. that it's it's an investment for students rather than a bet. And it will help students to do better by giving them <laughs> more immediate incentives. That's funny. <laughs> you don't buy that? It sounds like a cover letter no, to me. I don't buy that one bit. That sounds like rhetorical. That sounds like somebody trying to sell you on buying stock. Okay. <laughs> okay, and, and let's be honest. These motherfuckers, they may know a lot about what they're doing, but I don't think they know enough to actually make it. I mean, everybody got fucked by the, the whole you know the stock crash, right? That yeah, happened yeah. recently. I mean, there were, there was a few isolated cases where you know they made it out of it, but these these people weren't geniuses beforehand. You know what I mean? They were billionaires already, which they ought to have been if they were geniuses. Yeah. You know, the, to the extent where they had that much foresight. <laughs> yeah. Well, another thing, the so, uh, I, I just go yeah, ahead. Yeah. The uh, another thing, the, the educators uh, they worry that this will exacerbate so-called grade grubbing, an obsession with letter grades that say that they say is already a problem on college campuses. It'll, it'll turn... uh, already a problem? Are you fucking kidding me? How is that not a problem? Yeah, I mean, so... even, even, independent of the circumstance, anybody that's going to med school knows they have to get like a 3.8 GPA to get into any med school in the United States. Yeah, and they're saying that this is going to just make that worse. They, because now that it's not just for their education, they're doing it for money now, that it's going to just increase the... Uh, want to so get... what you're saying is that you have a teacher complaining that students want to get A's. Exactly. And so they're saying that... That's bullshit. They, they, That's fucking bullshit. They're saying that it, professors are going to artificially inflate grades to avoid the nagging students. 
Well, that's not the fucking student's fault, and that's not the website's fault. That's this dumbass professor, right? I mean, yeah, he just can't handle the pressure. If the professor is supposed to be like the the person that has the control in the circumstances, that that kind of uh, is is the moral guy that that's supposed to go. Well, no, you get what you earn, and then he bends to somebody's whim. Then that's kind of his fault. It's not. It's not somebody putting pressure on him, right? Yeah, it's just a bad teacher. Then. Yeah. And, and and that think, goes back to the original thing about the testing the teachers. Hopefully that teacher won't be around exactly. anymore. Elvis loving person teacher. Yeah, yeah, but I I think that that's such a bullshit fucking frame of thinking. Well, you know, if students have more incentives to do well in school, you'll have them wanting to do well in school. <laughs> you know, it's just like, yeah, what's what's wrong with that? They should be getting A's. I guess the whole point about it is, is that they're yes, they're trying to get their their grade, but if let's say they fall slightly short, they're but gonna bug and bug and bug I, or try I to get, get laid it. by the teacher in order to get the grade or something. I don't know. Yeah, so it's no longer about I need to do well in class so I can get the uh, the what is it the scholarship. It's I need to do well in class so I can get my money. Yeah, and I'll do anything. Po- and and it goes back to hold more on, sleazy. On. Isn't that the same thing? Well, it's true. It, it achieves the same end goal, but it's for different motivations. Exactly. The kids aren't motivated to do well because they want to do well. They're, they want to do well because they're going to get paid. Besides, that reminds me. There are actually students that actually will be sleeping with um, uh, TAs or actual professors just to get their grade. Right. Yeah. Huh. So I, I guess there is a whole shady side that this could take, but... In the grand scheme of things, do you think it's going to go more towards the shady, or it's going to do more encouraging? I think more I, encouraging. You know, I think it's it, it doesn't matter. You, you you know I've I've grubbed to teachers before. I've gone to teachers. I've gone to TA. What can we do? What can I do? Blah 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 blah. You know I'm smart. We've you know blah blah blah. I yeah, as far as I'm concerned, the ends justify the means. It's all about GPA. It has nothing to do with. Uh, my ability to take away from the situation any amount of material or prove that I've learned any amount of material. Just about, it's the, about grade. the grade. Right. Now, another thing that they're worried about, that this is going to create more cheating among students to get the better grades. So what? <laughs> if they're smart enough to get not get caught, they probably deserve it. <laughs> well, no, this is just one of those things again. Who cares what the incentive is? I Who guess cares? what you're trying to say is that regardless of the incentive, the goal itself is in, se- in itself the same answer. I mean, you're trying to get that A. you got more incentive hold on, hold to do on. so. Did you, your parents give you money for grades? Did your parents give you money for grades? Hell no. I, yeah, mine did. You animal. Yeah. Oh, there you go. See, well, there you but, go. Were your parents wrong to do that? No, I don't think they were. Then how is this any more wrong or less wrong than that? Well, then, so then you're on the side of the website. No, I'm just, I'm I'm on the side of saying that the thing that's wrong with the website isn't that you're providing more incentives to actually do better in school. My thing is, it's that maybe you're going to develop children with a pathology for gambling. <laughs> oh, okay. You're, you're going to have people that are addicted to gambling by the time they're sophomores in fucking college. <laughs> they're going to be blowing all their student loans at the crap tables at the local casino. That's what I'd be concerned with. I'm not concerned with children wanting to do better in school. Good. Let them do better in school. Give them as many incentives as you can. Okay. But don't, don't use some way to, to like this to 
to actually fuel it because it turns into an addiction. Okay. Oh, so you, you know what I mean? You start walking down that. this road, and it's just like, well, you know what we're going to do? We're going to give them certain amount of dosages of uh, heroin for doing well at school. <laughs> so you're worried about the underlining effect of the whole website itself? Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about the pathology, the psychology behind it. You, you get people to start falling, falling into this behavior, and they're not going to be able to walk away from it, I don't think. Hmm. Interesting. This actually reminds me of a, a friend of mine. They had a problem about school versus work. They they were yeah. taking a certain amount of classes, and mm-hmm. they they got a job offer. And the job offer is would have made them some money, but in order to take the job, they would have had to drop a class. Yeah. In this case, they're kind of taking money over education. Yeah. But uh, I don't know because I mean the classes are always going to be there. You can always take another class. But a job that's of this caliber is not always going to be there, so you got to take the job, and then reschedule your classes according to your job, because I mean, eventually you have to make a living. You have to be able to pay rent, buy food, and buy whatever the hell you want to do. Go out, go out to they bars. Didn't ha- they didn't have a job already. No, well, they did have a job. Well, the thing about it is, is like they they, so they already had a job, but they wanted more money. Yes, a better they, job. Okay, they wanted so they a job in the field, ready. right? They could pay for food already. They could pay for all these things already, but they wanted more money. But see, but the thing about this job, it was more of a career job than a piece of crap job. It was it was so it, it was in their field versus uh, working at a retail store. They're going to start working in uh, designing, and this is a design job that they didn't yeah. already have. So they're getting experience for their field while going to school. But the cost of that is dropping a, a couple classes. It's so basically, in order to get what you want, you're cutting out on time. So instead of like doing everything you need to get done to graduate, you're just lengthening the amount of time you have to do to uh, go to school to get that job. In order, by I would have sp- went the other way around. You go to school first and then get the job. Yeah, but that but the job isn't always going to be there, and your future's not always going to be there. So we heard to say. I look at it in terms of investment or or, or return on investment, right? Let's say, for instance, you take this job, right, and you start working there. Um, How much is it going to increase your marketability as a potential employee, or just in general? You know, as as far as your ability to and capacity to make money. Well, you know, you compare that with your ability to perform in school and and your development. Uh, potentially getting a degree. Now, a degree makes you a lot more competitive as an employee. Way this, more competitive. This is very true, but also considering the amount of experience you have while on the job, because like most jobs these days require experience in the field. Absolutely. And yeah, I know that. Especially in the, in the design realm. After yeah. I got out of college, it took me two years to get a job as a designer. I understand that, but I feel like it's different, though, because typically when you go to a school like that, it's a, it segues you into the field with internships and internship opportunities. That's what they always tell you. That's what they told me, but they, they, they didn't come through. They fucked me. Well, that's I, – I, I don't know. I, I, I've secured internships at a couple different places. Well, I get maybe law is different than design. I mean, law is always going to be there. Design – I mean, everybody's a fucking designer nowadays. Yeah. So it's harder to get a job as a designer than it would be for a lawyer or any kind of legal anything. So I it, think that that's more of a reason to go to school. 
It's I don't true. Know. I mean, like, no, no, no. What he's trying to say is, even though you are going to school, but you finally get an opening, uh, your foot near the door towards the field you want. All you have to do is just go to school a little bit longer. Would you take the job anyways? No, I'd go to school. And I tell you why, especially with that situation. If you have an oversaturation of people that can do exactly what you do, change what you do. Specialize. Okay, that makes sense. But yeah. think about change this way, what all right? You do. You're going to school for this one particular thing and this one skill set that is so common, then change the skill set or change the way that you do the skill set. Maybe there's a subsection or of uh, your particular skill that makes you a specialist in doing one particular thing that isn't so common anymore. Hmm. Or you could do is you could go to school a little bit longer, get the field that you want, or what this, even though it's as common as it may be because no anyone can pretty much do it, I guess. Get, get the field that you want in a pool of applicants that are either more or, you know, just as qualified as you. That no, no, is, no. We're talking about competitive no, 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 what I'm saying is this job will require experience once you go through the job and you go through the graduating college. So you still graduate with the degree that you want, but you overall amongst, even though internships have actually held a job in the same field and actually have a certain amount of experience, even though internships give you the same thing, this one gives you it just says a little bit more because you're not just interning. You're actually in the field. You're actually doing everything that you're supposed to be doing already. And you're not just like a, a, a greenhorn. You're, you're actually doing everything already. I, I think that's bullshit because you can go to school and then you can intern and then it opens doors through your professors and you network with people. You know, I mean, yeah, you can network with people in the job place, but you can't network with people as many people as you can through the professors that you're learning a specialized skill through. No, no, and no, not no. only that, but you get paid internships while you're there. If you finish your degree, a lot of these places, if you decide to enroll in a graduate program, have work-study graduate programs where you work part-time and get a graduate's degree at the same time, and you're getting paid. No, no, what, so, I'm, say what I'm saying is uh, that makes complete sense of what you're saying is. All right. What I'm also saying is um, other people can do the exact same thing. But if you're given that option to add a little extra exactly. onto your onto your ability to do so, let's say you've already been in the field, you've already been there for like a year, you know exactly what you're doing. Plus, you do the internships. Plus, you have the graduate degree. I mean, doesn't that show you the show them that you have a little bit more than the average guy that graduated with an internship? No. Yeah, because yeah, no, because you're still going to graduate. You're still going to get this, this the thing that you need. But the difference that sets you apart from everyone else who graduated with you is that you're two years older than them. You have experience. You have experience in the field already, not just as an intern, but an actual. Yeah, I found that that's less of a comparative advantage than you think it is. See, that, and maybe it depends on the yeah. field, though, because I mean, in, in in my field, that that come that goes a, a long, long way. And it's because it, it, we're my my field is so saturated with a bunch of assholes that don't know what the fuck they're doing. The, the fact that you have experience and a degree, it speaks volumes. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I, I talked earlier about... Of course it speaks volumes. Yeah, yeah I, I talked earlier about going on a Craigslist and pitting myself out as a designer to get extra work. Yeah. I got a reply from some random guy asking me, hey, so how are you doing this? Because I'm struggling. And I pretty much broke it down for him of how I got to where I am, what I'm doing. And the only difference mm -hmm. between me and him is my yeah. degree. And I'm kicking his ass as far as jobs go. Because I have my degree. Yeah, but you and got your experience. degree first, so I failed to see the circumstance and how it's playing out. Well, I would have got that. I would have. I would have got a job a lot sooner if I had experience. 
you would have gotten a job a lot sooner if you had experience. Yeah, a lot of the jobs. And you had are... an opportunity to get experience instead of go to school. No, no, no. I no. didn't have the opportunity. If I had the opportunity, I would have taken it. I would have jumped on board right away. What? What? Because a lot of the companies that are actually asking for a new applicant applicants is the amount of experience you have in the field. Even if you are an internship, which makes sense for uh, experience-wise. Sorry, I think this is a weak inference. I'm sorry. I, I just think that you're taking an isolated case, a specific example, and you're inferring it to everybody else that's out there. I think if you uh, – let's take a different isolated example and then compare it to, uh, you know, what we would think we would see uh, or what, we'll compare it to what is – or use it as what we think is typical. Look at my okay. friend Gary. Okay. Well, Look at my uh, friend Gary who went to Otis right. and got a job right out of school with no experience who got, who gets paid very, very well to do what he does. Well, well Otis uh, is a huge – it's a high-end school. That's, I mean that comes with all kinds of connections just by going to it. I'm just saying is that um, yeah. why, why, why do um, just what the school allows you to do just by going to college and doing the internships? Why not get as much you uh, as much as information you can under your belt, experience wise or not, and still have uh, that under your belt? So when you do apply for an actual job, you actually have more than the average person. I mean, it's just it's not that uh, the the job the job requires that you have the degree or not. I'm just saying is that if you have more under your belt, more more uh, experience, more of everything that they could possibly want for you, how could that not be better than just going to college and just getting a degree? Well, because you're older, dude. So if what you, if you're older? Like my circumstance right now, it's like I'm 26, I'm barely graduating with a, you know, bachelor's in political science. So, but, so, what if, but what if you're, so what if you're older? What does age have to do with the amount of experience you earn? It matters a lot because they think, well, you know, what have you been doing with your life? You're older, you're, you're up to uh, four years older than the uh, any of the other people that come into that office with that degree. Oh, I'm sorry. I just couldn't. I had to go to community college because I couldn't afford to go to the normal college. No, but then you could also show on your resume there. Yes, I'm older, but I've also been working this entire time in my field. Yeah, but dude, you you're talking about uh, maybe it's different with your field than it is with my field. But you're talking about a field of people who, you know, were born and raised in ivory towers. Right. Okay. These people—they don't understand that. Damn lawyers! You you were poor. What was that? What's poor? (laughs) I don't—I don't know what poor is. I only understand lazy. You mean lazy? So you can only afford one car then? Is that what you mean by poor? Yes. (laughs) Yes, That must be what you mean. All right. Maybe this is the difference then. I mean, you're going to a decent school, and Gary went to a real decent school. But what if you're going to a community college and this happened? If I was going to a community college and this happened? Yeah. Because community college doesn't give you as much connections and open windows into internships and stuff than that uh, that Otis would do or uh, some other fancy school. Well, if I can get a job that I would want out of community college, I think I need to really reassess my life decisions. <laughs> How dare you, sir? Nah, that's fine. I I got my degree. I'm going to community college again to try to re up my game. We were talking about you. No, not me. I already have a job. You're talking about some fictitious person. (laughs) Yeah, fictitious. That's it. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. I guess we didn't get much accomplished here, though. 
Yay! <laughs> but so, we started talking about betting on grades, and uh, we got into this huge other thing. I guess that's that's how it goes. <laughs> you, should, you should be used to this by now, I guess. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, I got a bunch of other stuff to get into, but we just ran out of time, so we'll get to it next time. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> All right, until next time, I'm Adam. I'm Maestro. And I'm Ray. Teacher, stop and scream, man. Teacher, don't you see?